Welcome to Monday through Friday, Cellular Agriculture for Pandemic Free Future. My name is Julio Ortega. It is Monday, August 31st, 2020 at 7.58 a.m. Eastern Time. And um, I want to continue just a positive framing of, of this effort, what this series is about. You know, essentially, I mean, the, uh, the essence is that we absolutely need to, to end the farming of animals to be free of future pandemics. There is no other way. And so um, in previous episodes, I've detailed the reasons why that is, and um, just, to, just presented various aspects of the problem and the solution. And today, I want, I want to focus on how we will feel as we'll go about doing this. Because you know, a lot of these episodes um, have been about just the danger that exists, you know, the, um, the risk and, and you know, uh, just, and the harm we're doing, you know, the evil really, the cruelty. Um, and I, I understand that's a difficult message to hear, but you know, there's another part of it, you know, as we initially as individuals, start working on this and um and then as a world we're going to feel really good about this so let's not you know focus right now today on the the suffering that we'll avoid by um taking this new course so let's um let's focus on focus on how good we'll feel as we proceed from step to step from stage to stage in, in doing this Okay, um, so early this morning, I just drafted a, um, a brief um, outline of, of, you know, the points I think that, that we want to consider as we, as we uh, do this. So, so basically, you know, the first step in this is we have to acknowledge our involvement in this cruelty, you know, the, the treatment of, of animals on farms, you know, that, that you know, scientifically, practically leads to pandemics, but, you know, theologically is just unconscionable. And, um, you know, we want to we wanna feel good about acknowledging this in the, in, the, in the way that somebody, you know, who, let's say, has a secret and, and um, secret of some bad deed or something, and then they hold it within themselves. And, and finally, they tell someone, you know, they, they confess it, they admit it, and they feel better. <clears throat> you know, it's, um, it's a, uh, a stage of repentance, um, coming clean, just, you know, redeeming oneself. So, um, so that's the first step, you know, to just acknowledge that if you, you know, buy meat and fish and dairy and eggs, seafood, in supermarkets, you're almost without exception <clears throat> um, being complicit in, in the, the severe abuse and torture of animals, but you know, you're also complicit in maintaining a world that, um, that will bring us more pandemics in the future unless we stop. So, so again, feel good about that. Feel good about acknowledging that, you know, about not being afraid to face that. You know, feel good about, about taking responsibility for, 
for, for understanding your role in this, you know, repentance. All right, and the next, the next step is, uh, you know, you wanna ask God for forgiveness, you know. And, you know, I, I wouldn't suggest that you hold yourself fundamentally responsible, you know, cause that'll add so much guilt to this whole challenge, you know, understand that, um, that you're born into a world where this is the norm, you know, growing up as, as a child, you know, <clears throat> when you see adults doing things and condoning them by doing them, then you assume that there's nothing wrong with what they do. So like, you know, just growing up in, in, a, in a country, in a world where the routine is to, uh, to really buy these products without giving a thought of, of <clears throat> the plight of the animals that, um, that these you know, food products come from. You know, it's something that you didn't create. It wasn't like, it's not your fault fundamentally, all right? But, but notwithstanding, you know, in this world, you know, we, we still nonetheless get rewarded when we do good. You know, the do, when we do good, it's not really our credit either. I mean, that's the credit of our parents, of our society who has taught us to do good. So just, you know, but, but in, in this sense, um, we, we want to ask forgiveness, you know, from God, you know, and, um, and that'll just bring us closer to God, you know, and that's always good. All right, and the, the next step, so like, you know, once you acknowledge, and, and again, you want to feel good about this, you know, you want to go through this whole process feeling good, you know, feeling that weight lifted off of you, you know, feeling your conscience being revived. Um, all right, the next step is, is you want to promise yourself and God that you will reform, that, you know, I mean, you may not um, be able to go, for example, vegan immediately. You know, you may not be able to stop eating fish and eating eggs and dairy immediately. But at least, at the very least, you can take part in this, essentially what's going to amount to a global movement, a global initiative to end this factory farming. That's, that's your, your role in this, you know, to, um, to, to just, you know, to do what you need to do, you know. Um, okay, so, and, 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 and in that sense, you know, you wanna feel good about learning about this. Um, the information is on the internet. It's all there um, and it's not difficult to access. Just, you know, access, you know, Google, for example, keyword factory farming and pandemics. Okay, and it'll, it'll get you to at least um, half dozen, a dozen articles that will give you the, the basics of what this is about. Then if you Google clean meat or cellular agriculture, you know, cultured meat, lab-grown meat, then you'll understand how transitioning from the farming of animals to this new industry will represent our, our by far um, best option for preventing future pandemics. Again, 95, perhaps 99% safe from future pandemics by doing this. And I'm not saying it's, it's, a, it's a minor kind of an act. It'll, it'll take, you know, the, the involvement of the entire world, but it will keep us very, very safe relative to the world we live in now. So feel good about the, about the research you do, you're doing and feel good about getting involved in this, knowing, you know, with the, and, and again, there isn't that much to know. You know, basically, this, this farming in animals for, for decades, centuries, millennia, has been, have been causing pandemics, epidemics, 
and they will continue to do that at an increasing frequency until we, we stop the practice. All right. So once, you, uh, once you're familiar, and, and actually there's a book that I can um, recommend. This book is, is amazing, Clean, uh, Clean Meat by uh, Paul Shapiro. He was a, a past vice president of the Humane Society of, uh, of the United States. He, uh, he's one of the pioneers. That's, that's the seminal work in this entire field. He, he just like describes the beginning, how it all came to be. So learn, you know, you can get that on Amazon or Kindle or whatever. So, so again, once you learn, and, and, and you don't have to know all the details. I mean, like, basically what, what you really have to understand is that, you know, what we're doing is, um, is causing pandemics and in, 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 in perpetuating this, this um, factory farm uh, system especially, but also just uh, um, family farms, you know, the farming of animals is what's causing this. Um, so, you know, once, once you've got this knowledge, once you've got this knowledge of, of your complicity in this, then talk to your friend and talk to your family, talk to people, you know, um, get them to understand, get them to understand that, um, that we need to change, you know, for our good, for the good of our children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren, you know. So, and, and feel good about that. You know, you'd be pr you're promoting virtue. You're promoting the, the, the building of a, of, a, of a better world. And don't, you know, don't shame people per se. I mean, just get them to understand how cruel the system is and get them to understand the complicity in it. But again, uh, remind them, as you know, that, you know, it, it, it's not fundamentally their fault. They were born in the same world that you were. And so try to prevent, uh, pre um, try to present the information in a way that, that they will be able to hear it. You know? And, you know, they will, they, will, they will thank you for it and they will admire you for it. And you'll feel good about yourself, about doing something pioneering. It's like, imagine how the abolitionists felt when they uh, first began to um, rail against the, um, the injustices and the cruelty of slavery. You know, when you, when you take on a, a, a moral mission like that, you feel good. You feel good doing that good. So, all right. So, you know, so once, once enough people come to understand the, the situation, you know, um, what we need to do to prevent future pandemics, then the next stage that we really, and this is where we should be feeling really good. I mean, this is like, you know, this is, this is a revolution in, in virtue. It's a revolution, you know, in, in the evolution of our world, you know, creating a much, much better world. So, so and, and what the next step is the, to, to take part in and help create an experience, simply experiences that happens, this, a na this national debate, you know, this national conversation, really. You know, it's not really a debate. I mean, it's, you know, I mean, this is open and shut. You know, there's, there's no, there's absolutely no credible argument or evidence that, um, that we can remain safe without ending the farming of animals. You know, to, 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 um, to assert that is, is to be in, in denial and um, vastly, deeply misinformed. So, so again, we can feel good about having this national conversation to talk about 
why, you know, why this has been going on for them. I mean, we don't have to dwell on that. You know, it's, it doesn't really matter what the reasons are that, that, um, that we've been so cruel for so long. But, uh, but it does matter to, um, to talk about and come to agreement upon what we need to do, you know, which is basically to end the farms and create this new industry. Now, naturally, if, if we could all become vegans, that would be the ideal. And perhaps in 10, 20, 30 years, um, 80, 90% of us will be vegan. Because, you know, being vegan is actually a better diet than even these clean meats. And these clean meats, you know, these you know, cultured meat products would be much, much, much healthier than, than the food products, the meat and dairy and egg products we, we eat now. Um, all right. so. So again, you want to feel good. And, and you know, so like this national debate, uh, national conversation, you know, you'll see it in the media. You'll, you, you'll get stories about it, you know, that colleges um, hosting symposiums, you know, um, you know, perhaps television programs devoted to this, devoted to, to uh, presenting the progress in, in, this, in this global initiative, you know, that, that would really like make the, the Manhattan Project, you know, just a minor initiative in comparison. I mean, this is major. This is involving the entire world in something that, uh, again, that will, will just elevate us to a much, much more uh, evolved, advanced civilization, uh, advanced human species, really. It really reflects on who we are as a people. So, um, okay, so we have this national conversation. And this conversation would go on in the United States and other countries because, you know, again, the, the entire world is, is part of this. So then we can feel good about bringing this issue into politics, you know, this essentially demanding, you know, demanding that our, our politicians, our leaders um, pass the legislation that's necessary to, uh, to get this moving, you know, to to, to, to release the funds, you know, I've advocated $50 billion for this immediately, not in five or 10 years. And for those of us who think that's an exorbitant amount, that just represents one half of 1% of what the Congressional Budget Office has estimated will we, we will be um, paying for this pandemic, for this coronavirus. So, so that's a bargain, $50 billion. So like, you know, hold our politicians' feet to the to the um, fire on this, just like make them do the right thing or vote them out of office, you know, just like make it an imperative, make it a, a defining issue. Ideally, if we can do this for this election, you know, we're, we're a couple of months away from, um, a bit more than that, from the, this national election. And it'd be wonderful if this could, um, because, we're, you know, the, the, the best time to present this to politicians is now while we're in the midst of this pandemic, while the pandemic, we're, we're still distancing, so many businesses still closed, they're listening. Now's the time to, to you know, get that message to them. And you wanna feel good about that. You know, you wanna feel good about, you know, exerting your power, your democratic power to, to influence, you know, what we do as a country. All right, so then the next step you wanna feel good about, imagine this, I mean, you gotta use your imagination. You know, because the media, you know, again, the media will be reporting on this, will initially be reporting on it, how some groups of people are advocating for this, you know, some, some organizations, and then how it's, it's moving into the political 
arena and then you know how how this is becoming a global movement you want to feel good about you know so many of these newscasts they just like present endless you know um depressing uh stories um yeah things things there's a lot of bad that goes on in the world but uh wouldn't it be uh, wonderful to, to to follow you know day after day this this global initiative where where it's getting better and better where where we can see day to day and week to week that we're becoming better people that we're creating a better world not in decades but really in months and in two three years you know that's how quickly uh, we can get this done so feel good about experiencing witnessing this international dialogue you know we, when we talk um again for us to succeed with this we have to bring every country in the world into the project you know in other words if there's a very poor country in africa that um can't afford this you know that's not good enough that's because you know then we risk that that you know an animal in a country like that will get infected and you know again because of air travel four billion passenger flights each year you know uh, um, an outbreak in any continent in any country country is a um an unacceptable risk to to the entire world so we're going to have to um we're going to have to help a lot of these poor countries out and 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 you know that'll be to our benefit also you know we we lift them out of poverty and they're able to then like uh, participate in in the global um, market we will be able to trade with them better they can become customers they can produce things for us you know so that this is a win win to just get them involved in that way um, this this is actually you know hopefully will be a major step toward ending poverty on the planet which you know i th i think can be a um a very very um reasonable expectation that will happen um as we as we move through this as we understand our power to to change things for the good okay um then you know what you really want to feel good about and this this you know i i look forward to what young people will be um saying will be doing about this this is going to be their world more than than you know ours who are like a bit older and like they will come up with with answers you know in terms of like you know there's research challenges that need to be met you know there, there's the building of factories the building of the machinery that's going to create this food there's also like the communications there's the the, the dialogue between countries between industries you know there's so much that needs to be done in, in so many ways and and this will take ideas i mean you know it, it's pretty clear cut you know again um in two or three years I'm, I'm sure we can meet all the research challenges to scale up production from from growing these meat and meats and labs to then having these huge bioreactors all over the world that are creating you know enough products to to feed everyone uh, so um but it'll be it really will be inspiring to see how um how we find answers for that and how we find answers to speeding this up so we don't have to wait years we can wait you know months for for many of these challenges to be uh, met okay um and we'll you know we'll, we'll we'll feel good about this progress we'll feel good you know as it just evolves as it, as it um you know unfolds really 
uh, discovering um, discovering the the strength of our resolve, the, the strength of, of our um, of our um, resources of, of our you know our organization, our infrastructure, our our, our science. You know, uh, we're, we're, this is this is going to be it's going to be awesome. This is you know as as I think about it, this this is um, because again the, the the thing about this it has to happen. You know, there's there's no way that uh, that we're gonna like move out of this pandemic into the same situation that got us into this. Meaning that you know that we perpetuate the the farming of animals. You know, because pretty soon it, it, it's if not in a matter of months, um, certainly by the next year we will understand um, that that this factory farm system, especially, is, is unsustainable. You know relative to pandemics. Um, so as we understand that, we, you know, we will feel so good because like right now, many of us have been reluctant to, to learn about the plight of these animals in, in factory farms because it's really cruel and, and it's really difficult to, to witness, to experience. You know, I mean, there are videos on this, there, there are photographs, people describe this in books and I've read several of them and I've, I've seen the videos and, and it really is difficult to to watch but you know we can watch we can we can perhaps learn a bit of, of what they're going through but what, what we'll be learning is like that that they won't have to suffer anymore that you know we'll be learning about the closing of these these farms you know one by one they'll close and we'll, we'll be simultaneously learning about the open opening of of more and more factories you know and you know we need to for this pandemic we need to create jobs in in, in every state of, of, of the united states and every country you know so so i mean construction you know the, these these there's, there's a whole network of, of, of products and services that, that need to fall in place for these factories to be built you know, everywhere to provide enough food for everyone. And that, that alone w would probably provide enough jobs for everyone. You know, we're, we're gonna create more jobs than that. We're gonna create jobs to, 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 um, to finally tackle climate change because that's, you know, that's a part of this also actually. But, um, but just like, you know, we will feel so good just learning about the progress we're making and then seeing these new buildings, you know, and seeing the technology, watching documentaries and, and you know, media on, on how they function. You know, we're, we're learning about this new industry, how, how it works. Um, and uh, then we're gonna like, again, this is gonna go from, from good to better to so much better. Then all of a sudden, you know, we, uh, we have these products in supermarkets and restaurants. Um, imagine like eating all the lobster you want, you know, with no cruelty, no, no boiling lobsters alive um, at, you know, what, a dollar a pound or something, they could probably make the, these products. Um, you know that that inexpensively uh imagine your favorite meats that you can eat and you don't have to worry about heart disease about cholesterol and saturated fats you know um so so these new products will be in, in supermarkets and they'll be so much healthier and they can make them they will make them taste much better you know that that's that's another advantage to this industry they you know they can basically 
you know, formulate the, the media, the food that they give them and the processes that they use to make them, to make them really delicious. I mean, like our, our meats and dairy, and our, our, they taste good now, but we can make them taste better. Um, so as that happens, then we, we turn our attention and we feel good about, you know, we've, you know we, we, those of us who care, and then we, we do care, perhaps not enough, but uh, we, we feel compassion for the poor of this world, you know, throughout the world, uh, don't have enough to eat, don't have enough safe drinking water, enough medicine, education. And so as, as, um, as these factories, these, these giant cellular agriculture factories are, are built throughout the world, then we're gonna be feeling so good that, that, that people, you know, millions, uh, tens, close to a billion people who ordinarily don't get enough to eat every day or enough nutritious food to eat every day can finally, you know, eat um, these, these meat products that will provide them the protein they need and, and the nutrients. So we, we can, this, this, this can be a major, major milestone in ending poverty on the planet. So, so we can feel so good about that. And because we've been working on that for, for decades and we've made great progress, but you know, we can make really great progress now. Again, we'll feel good about, you know, there, there'll be statistics, you know, saying that there's less heart disease, less cancer, you know, and there'll, there'll be statistics saying how like, you know, these outbreaks, you know, there was a swine uh, flu, um, flu outbreak in South Carolina, I believe several months ago, they had to kill 30,000 pigs to prevent an epidemic. Uh, we will, and there's probably hundreds of outbreaks every year, uh, probably hundreds, perhaps thousands. We don't hear about them because they don't, you know, the media doesn't like to report things like that. But we will see how those outbreaks will, will be minimized. And the, the more we minimize these outbreaks, the safer we become. Um, we'll also learn about how the livestock industry, you know, has been responsible for about 15% of the greenhouse gases that cause climate change, and how um, this new industry can reduce that carbon footprint by as much as 90% of, of, of red. I mean, we, we can we can potentially just reduce that by so much. And the same it can be said for for land and water use. That you know. Um, Factory farms are so inefficient. They, they take so much land, so much crops. You know, we have to grow so much food to feed these animals just for the meat. You know, we have to feed them for months and years sometimes. So, um, so again, uh, and also the, the factory farming creates a lot of pollution. All right, I'm running out of time, about a minute left. I think you're beginning to see that, that to, to embark upon this, this great mission is something we can feel really, really good about. Okay, so keep that in mind. Um, all right, um, watch this. So, you know, watch this program every Monday through Friday, 5 p.m. here on White Plains Community Media, media uh, Channel 76, Optimum 45 Verizon. And, um, you know, if you've got Spotify or iTunes or one of the other podcast platforms, on your phone, on your tablet, whatever, you know, that there's an audio version of each of these episodes on there now. And they're all free, you know, no, no cost to any of this. So, all right, well, again, I'm gonna keep trying to, to put a positive spin on this so it doesn't get 
too difficult to hear. And your job is to learn more. So thanks for watching, and I'll see you, God willing, again tomorrow.